welcome to another episode of Block Talk, presented by Theatre of the Now. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Audible, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, or Stitcher, so you never miss an episode and leave a five-star review while you're there. And as always, follow me on Instagram at MichaelBlockTalk, on Twitter at BlockTalkNYC, and visit TheaterTheNow.com for latest news, reviews, and interviews. It's a new year, so a new series was bound to begin. We all love pop culture so much so that I'm lifting a segment from my interviews and turning them into a brand new show. It's called the Block Talk Pop 5 Weekly Wrap-Up. I'll be joined by guests each week to discuss five pop culture topics, from TV to movies to music to celebrity gossip and more. If a headline was made, then it's fair game for shade. Joining me on this inaugural journey is Mikey. You've heard him on the podcast before, and he'll be with me each week alongside a rotation of guests until the format entirely changes because I'm a perfectionist and I'll never get it right. Welcome! Hi, so happy to be the Michelle Visage to your RuPaul for this journey. I know, and guess what? We're going to get to talk about RuPaul, and you're going to fight me on it, but after last night, I'm proud that we included it. Okay, that's a journey that I guess we're going to go on when we oh, get yeah. there. But... Oh, yeah, oh, yeah um all right so we will be taking five pop culture topics headline stories and rather than the usual rap usual rapid fire that we would do we're going to break them apart share our thoughts and there are lots of things happening in a given week so some of your favorite moments may not be included but if you want us to discuss something reach out dm me at michael block talk on instagram no promises they'll get on the show but it'll help curate what we will eventually talk about um week one of 2022 we're here it's a shit show it's a shit show this year has been a shit show and it's a week in we have a bitch going in the hospital because she's selling her farts we have fucking jojo siwa canceled there's a lot going on that just did not need to happen already so early and so fresh in this new year well i think the best way to talk about it and start it all is to talk about it from well the day before this new year the eve shall we say and Andy Cohen's drunken monologue on CNN New Year's broadcast. Andy Cohen drinks a bit too much on CNN's New Year's Eve show alongside Anderson Cooper. Cohen went on a rant against outgoing Mayor Bill de Blasio. As he said, quote, the only thing Democrats and Republicans can agree on is what a horrible mayor he has been, unquote. Cohen says he has no regrets and it appears that CNN has none either as they say he will be back next year the only thing he wished he said he didn't say was in regards to abc and ryan seacrest okay are you an andy cohen fan no neither am i i find him annoying i find his voice grating i find him obnoxious i mean him drunk though was quite entertaining i'm not gonna sit there and lie like him going off about bill de blasio there was a point when he started talking about anderson cooper wanting to use food in the bedroom like he was on a fucking rampage. I don't know what was in his drink, but it was a journey. Was the bartender fired or was no. the bartender given a raise? The bartender was given a raise. That was great entertainment. My friend well, that, and I, that's... Well, we had a friend that came up from the city um, and did New Year's with us. And the next day we were watching all the Anderson Cooper like memes and things that were rolling in. And she's like, we should have actually just watched this rather than try and like do entertaining things. I'm like, I know we would have been easily entertained for a lot less money. 
Yeah. Well, okay. Is it all about the shock value? Is that why we watch shows like this? Or is there just something like Andy Cohen thinks he can get away with? I think Andy Cohen thinks he can get away with it. I think he thinks he's untouchable. And that's part of why I hate him. Yeah, he, he is one of those, you know, elite gays that thinks they can gay, keep um, gaynesses. Um, and I'm just not here for it. That being said, if I had my own empire of amazing reality TV shows, I'd probably be the, sa- be the same way. I don't know. I'm just not a fan. I think that he... I miss Kathy Griffin doing my New Year. Well, let's so let's I'm discuss that. Jaded. I mean, knowing the controversies that did surround Kathy Griffin, is it okay that he gets a little slap on the wrist while Kathy Griffin um, is still banned from this show and banned from a lot of parts of society and entertainment? I mean, I think comparing the two. Well, first we have to like comparing the two like controversies, like what Kathy Griffin did versus what Anderson Cooper is kind of like do. And, or not Anderson Cooper, what's his name? Andy Cohen. I try to ignore him. I get his name wrong. Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, Kathy Griffin with the head of Trump, like, yes, it was art. You know, other celebrities have done similar things with Barack or with Bush or with insert political figure down the line. Um, I think just with her doing it, it's now reached a point where it's considered a little, le- little more tasteless than it did. Um, Mm -hmm. which is kind of caused, and plus with Trump being in the office and being as, I don't even know what the word to say is, uh, awful a human being, um, as horrible as he is, like he's also one of those very vain motherfuckers that will sit there and say like, well, I'm going to go after Kathy Griffin because she did that to me, whereas the other presidents just took it and like, well, this is just part of the job. Um, which is because, I mean, she had secret service. She was getting interviewed about if she was a terrorist threat because she took held a picture. Like it, it was one of those moments where it's like, okay, I get it. The picture was not cute. It was not in good taste, but like, there's a lot of aggressive, like things going on, like people trying to like kill her and like it it docks her. It was very problematic. Absolutely. Will, will Kathy Griffin get her justice ever? Yeah, she'll come back. Um, Kathy Griffin, Griffith, well, Jesus Christ, what's wrong with me today? <laughs> Am I drunk? Um, Kathy Griffith uh, will get her her justice. She'll come back. I mean, look at Rose McGowan with Harvey Weinstein. Uh, she'd been saying for years, and then finally it came out, and she's like, see, I was right, and everyone's kind of given her her due finally. She's going to get her due, and I think it's people are just waiting for a lot of this Trump psychosis to end with people kind of like aggressively like, oh my God, Donald Trump's a hero and a king and da, 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 da. As his fans are starting to waver. I think you'll see Kathy get work again, come back. Cause right now they're trying to keep it very neutral. And Kathy yeah. is very much a sticking point of like anti-Trump and that's going to lose an entire half of the country. And that's yeah. what they're trying to stop which is why Andy can get away with it. Cause he's the funny ha ha gay who gets drunk and says stupid things. And like mayor de Blasio sucks, which the Republicans like and the Democrats like. So that's why he gets away with shit like that. Well, let, let's talk about the, the situation. Is there ever an excuse to get messy drunk? <laughs> okay. Let's, let's adjust it. Let's adjust it. Is there ever an excuse to get publicly messy drunk? I mean, wow. All right. All right. Like it says it. You okay. Can do it. 
listen, there's been some times you know, you're having a good time. Whoops, you had too much. Like, as long as it is still in good fun and you are with people that are going to like be respectful of you, I don't necessarily think it's the worst thing, but it's not um. a great look. I mean, like, there's definitely, I'm not even going to sit there and lie. There's sometimes I've been very messy drunk, or I've been around people who are very messy drunk. And now, sometimes it's a good time. Sometimes the it's difference, not. The difference, though, are there videos that can resurface of you messy drunk? Probably. You know, I, okay. I'm not going to lie. There might be. I, I might get famous, and then all of a sudden, this crazy messy drunk video of me trying to catwalk in my underwear in the quad is going to appear. Who knows? I mean, listeners, if you have access to no, said video, no, please send it to no, me. No, at Michael Block Talk. Not. You on Instagram. You hey, you it. offered it up. I just took it and went. I'm just it. saying I don't know if that exists because I was messy drunk. Mm-hmm, I don't know mm-hmm. if there's a video or not. There might be. And you know what? It might appear. Listen, I am um, someone who I've gotten drunk before. I'm, I don't think I've gotten messy drunk. But I've certainly been around people who have been messy drunk. And I will say, I have videos. And you know what? Sometimes it's it's okay to have the videos and use them as blackmail one day. <laughs> We're not blackmailing nobody. But, you know, it, it really depends not on the yet. context. Like, I think Andy Cohen was fine. I mean, if he was drunk, he was whatever. He was having a good time. Anderson Cooper seemed to be okay with it. CNN clearly didn't care. They brought him back. And they're probably going to get more viewers. Because who watches ball drop really now but here here's the question though if de blasio wasn't leaving and he said stuff like this is that okay sure freedom of speech baby but what about kathy i agree kathy should have been able to say that i'm saying because of who was in power she got slapped on the face versus andy who's oh it's gonna be okay because that's very okay all right because it's someone who can take the joke or who can take the hit Versus someone who's got the fucking emotional uh, IQ of um, a toddler. Now, if you had the opportunity to host your own New Year's telecast, who would be your co-host? Who would be my co-host for my telecast? Mm -hmm. Does it have to be a celebrity? It doesn't have to be. I don't know. I think... I think I would have to pick my mom. No. <laughs> okay. No, I'm joking. Um, I don't know. That's quite a, uh, it's quite a question. Um, who would you pick? Give me time to think. You threw this I up would so pick, quick. I will pick Olivia Coleman. Why? Because... She is very prim and proper. We can discuss the year, have a great conversation. And then once she gets loosey-goosey and drinks and has fun, oh my God, that woman is hilarious. If you have not seen her interviews on uh, the Graham Norton show, she's one of the funniest people you'll ever meet. Because she she's an average person who happens now to be a big celebrity and doesn't understand how to be a big celebrity. It's really funny. Well, the thing that makes these shows work, like these sort of hosting things is you need someone to be like the funny one and the straight man. Hello. And Anderson Cooper plays the straight man very well. And Andy Cohen can play the funny one. So because I'm so whimsical and funny, um, I would need someone to be like the straight man to my joy. So, so Mad- Manimorphosis? I'm not here to talk about my feelings on specific drag race contestants. 
Um, <laughs> but I don't know. I feel like I would want to bring one of my friend, Naomi. We have really great chemistry. Um, she's really fabulous. And I feel like her and I would just have a real good time if I'm going to host it. And if I don't have to pick a celebrity, I'm going to pick my girl. Like, all right, there you go. Have a great time. I, 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 yeah. It's going to be on uh, that random channel that is playing the, the loop of the, um, the soccer practices in town. It's going to be on um, cable access. Let's go here. We're here for it. Goodbye. <laughs> all right. Are you ready for topic number two? More than ready. All right, scheduled for later this month, the Grammys have been postponed for the second year in a row due to the current COVID surge numbers. The show was set to take place on January 31st at the Crypto.com Arena in Los Angeles, hosted by Trevor Noah. All right, safety first. Will we ever have a time again where our massive televised events were used to be what they were? Well, no, and I don't think we should. I think that it's, it's moving in a direction where we don't need like a lot of celebrities all have to go to these things. They're not going to win awards. They have to pay for these dresses, especially if you're a first time celebrity or like you're fresh out the gate. You don't have the money. I mean, Tiffany Haddish has said it before. She's worn that same goddamn white dress that when it first, great, love it. Oh, she wore it again. Great. But like, she still trucks that fucking thing out. And it's like, Oh, relatability. Great. I get it. But like, it gets old. Like, I don't want to see that white dress ever again, Tiffany, if you're listening. I don't. I'm over her. Wow. I'm over it. for Tiffany Haddish. But it's kind of reached that point where it's like, what's, why do we need everyone there? Like, especially if you know you're not going to win or if you're not like a big celebrity, there's no reason to be there. And I don't think we necessarily need a large studio audience either for it. Of just like randos that happen to get a ticket to be seat fillers. Like, well, okay. So I, I feel like for the Grammys, you're making a good point because it has become more of a concert as opposed to an award ceremony. Yeah. You want to strip it back down to the award ceremony and, and make it a, a different kind of celebration of music. I thought, well, I, it's sort of, I, I, I wish that it was more like, cause the Oscars tried to do that just awards show in 2021 and it was awful. It was so boring. Like we Terrible. need the music, the entertainment. I think that what they need to do is they need to bring in they need to maybe do more with like, they just need to do something. Cause it's just, it's, it's the Grammys is the most entertaining one to watch because there is so much music, but then it comes down to, okay, the awards part, like there's still too much awards, but there, there's sometimes the music, there's not a, it's just large chunk. I don't know. It's I mean, structured. listen, how many times has the uh, Tony telecast been nominated for an Emmy? Maybe you bring in the Tony team to help you out and figure out how to make the show flow a little better. Give a yeah. story. Well, I feel, I just feel like it's time for maybe this, a switch up with the Grammys. I mean, well, that's a whole different conversation. I mean, the Grammys in general are really testing people. Yeah, but I think that this sets a really good precedent with the Grammys because they were going to be really the first ones out the gate that actually have an award show being televised, unlike right. certain other ones. Um, the Grammys kind of fresh out the gate saying like, nope, we're postponing it because, oh, uh, I'm going to fuck this name up. Oh, Marion. No. Oh, Omicron. Omicron. Oh, Omarion. Omarion is, oh my God. Okay. Same You're thing. really going there. All right. Same thing. Uh <laughs> They, uh, the Omicron, I mean, we're now there's a new one and there's Fluorona. I think it's 
they're setting a really good precedent that y'all can wait for these damn awards. This isn't, this isn't like life-changing stuff. Health and safety come first. And the fact that the Grammys is putting that health and safety first, I think you're going to see a lot more award shows either push their stuff back. The Oscars are going to, are in March of 20, March 27th of this year is the Oscars. Um, you're going to probably see them either push it back or maybe push the nominations back in case they need to push back the actual award show. I mean, you're going to see a lot of, um, a lot more of the award shows because this really is like the first big one since the Golden Globes no longer exists. Well, can you let me know if the Glam Awards are going to be postponed? Probably not. Why is my award not big enough to be postponed? No, I'm saying I'm saying it's probably not going to be postponed. Is it in person though, or is it? Oh yes, it is. This year we're oh, back you... in person. When is the actual ceremony? January thirtieth. You might get postponed, babe. Or you may get. Win. Or you might get um, one of those. Uh, we're just not going to have an actual dinner, and you're just going to get it mailed to you if you won. I have my look ready to go. I'm gonna look fucking good. You don't have pants for that look, so I don't know how. Don't have pants for that to be. Hey, listen. What? Why? Why do all the skinny boys get to wear no pants and just wear a jock strap? Why can't I go to the awards in a jock strap? That's not an award look. It's award winning for me because it's crazy. No, I I'm gonna look good no matter what. Um, now first off, there 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 was one part of this article we need to address. I sure. know sponsorships are changing. Things are changing. Crypto.com Arena? Can we stop? No. Branding is fine. Staples Center, fine. We, th- we can get away with that. Crypto.com Arena? No. You cannot keep out specific sponsors because we don't necessarily like their Kohl's cash. I mean, cryptocurrency. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm talking about the name. How do you, as a serious um, event goer, be like, oh my God, I'll meet you at the crypto.com arena? Like, all the arenas are named after businesses. Like, I don't know why I we're know, getting mad about this specific one. Staples feels fine. MetLife feels fine. Crypto.com is weird. I don't want a dot com in my arena name. I think it's fine. Fine. Where am I putting the block talk arena? Where's it going? What state? What country? Well, when you become famous, you can have an arena. Where? I want to I want to know what team I'm buying. What city am I taking over? I don't know. You you're asking a lot of questions from me that I I am not Bruno from Encanto. I do not have the site to tell you where this is going. We don't talk about Bruno. I talk about Do you know Bruno. what we do you know do you know what we say to Bruno? Silencio, Bruno. I didn't watch that one, so I don't know. Listen, I don't know what Bruno did, but Bruno and Disney, not a good match. Bruno did not have a good year. Wait, you haven't seen Encanto? I did see Encanto. Oh. He would we yeah. don't you don't talk about him, you'd tell him to shut up. The, the, Bruno had a bad year. Poor Bruno. Poor Bruno. All right. Um, any nominees you're pulling for for when the Grammys do eventually happen? I have to root for my girl Olivia Rodrigo. <laughs> I love that bitch. I don't know why. Are you Gen I'm, Z? You're not Gen I am Z. Not the demog- I am not the demographic. But let me tell you, that little bitch can fucking wail. She can fucking write music. I'm not going to lie. She, she could be bigger than probably Ariana Grande if she plays her cards right. And if she does oh, she will. the right oh, stuff. Oh, she will. I don't know. 
because she's kind of starting to disappear, whereas Ariana's everywhere. So like, sis, chop, chop, get back the, in the The line, difference like. with Ariana is when she did come out, she was giving you good music, but she was also mockable. And I don't mean that in, in a bad way, but people were able to make fun of her because of her voice and her, oh my God, is she trying to be Mariah, blah, 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 blah. So uh, she always- making re- fun of homegirl more for relevant driver license. Well, that's that. I mean, but that's one song. Ariana got the whole entire album to make fun of. But here's what I want to say. All I can say is if ABBA can win an, uh, an uh, Grammy for a new album in the 21st century, there is chance for peace on earth. Um, I don't think ABBA has any shot. I'm sorry. And that's why I think there's no shot for peace on earth either. <laughs> you bitch. Listen, I just think it's incredible that we live in a time where I'm alive and I, there, there's new ABBA music. Never would I have imagined that, ever. Literally one of their songs was like, oh, we're not the same ABBA that you know and love. And then every song has been the old same ABBA that we knew and love. So like, sis, the sound hasn't changed, but we still, I love, I listen, I like ABBA. ABBA's great. I'm, I'm, I'm so obsessed. I, like, I haven't listened to it as much as other albums, but I gotta say it is just, there's something just so genuine about their music. It's like everything just fades away and you're like, I'm just living my dancing queen fantasy. Young and sweet. Yeah, but I I don't know the last time I actually sat down and watched the Grammys. Uh, I did last year. <laughs> well, you like award shows a little more than I do. I uh, sort of. Yeah, I just could not. I, I don't know. I have no interest in because most of the time I just don't agree with what happens. Oh, oh, Lil Nas X's nominee. I do like Lil Nas X's album, so yeah. I guess I can root for that too. Um, I mean, listen, the award shows are the award shows. I think the Grammys is the most fun to watch because it's the, um, it's got the most performances and it's got the most kind of going on. I think if they did leaned in more on the performance side and if they were a little better at giving the awards out, because sometimes they just give the awards to weird left ball things that make no sense. Right. Um, And then I think that the one I get most invested in though is the Oscars, just because it is, I watch a lot of movies and do a lot of movie reviews and I, I get paid to do a lot of movie reviews. So I care a lot about that one. Yeah, that's fair. All right, you ready for number three? Uh, ready. Just hours before the premiere of Drag Race 14, RuPaul's 14th studio album, Mama Ru, all capitalized, has been released. The lead single, Blame It on the Edit, was released in October, and I am still disappointed she didn't rhyme edit with Reddit. Um, I know you were not a big fan of this topic being here today. I changed I- my mind. I'm not ready for this one, actually. Um. All I'm going to say, there's no spoilers really, but season 14, we get to the runway. RuPaul's there to introduce us. No, 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 no. RuPaul's not going to introduce everything like she does on the normal show. No, no, She's got some backup boys and she's giving you a concert of Catwalk from the new album. Is that product synergy? What are we doing? Is RuPaul just at the point where it's like, you live in my world, you get in my show. I fucking hated every second of that. It was so fucking, she had no expression. It was awful. It was miserable. I'm over RuPaul. Just can we put her, like, can we retire her to her fucking fracking industry? 
Like I'm over her, get rid of her. Let someone else replace her. I don't want to hear her music no more. I don't want nothing to do with Miss RuPaul. Her whole fucking blame it on the edit was awful. Her music has always been terrible. I don't listen to drag. Like I don't listen to Miss RuPaul's drag race type music. Uh Uh-uh, no ma'am. I don't need it. Here's what's interesting. I feel like this album, it strays away from the typical 90s Ru that we have grown to be accustomed to where those songs are um, involved in drag race. This is a little more R&B infused. This is a little bit more of Rue like being like, I want to try to be part of the pop music scene right now. Here's what you're going to get from me. But it just comes off as bitter and angry. Uh-huh. A lot of the music and the lyrics, I was like, you are not happy about what's going on and you are upset that you're kind of losing control. What are you yeah. going to do here, Mama Rue? For me, the question is always, what song will be plucked for the show for a remix? Blame it on the edit. Right. And and, and it's hard. There's not not many of these songs really translate no, the way that... Blame, they're going to do blame it on the edit so that he can keep thumbing his nose at people who are are, are saying that. And it's yeah. like... It's, uh, it's, it's interesting because, like, again, the last album, we had songs that were easily put onto the show and, and did very well. This album not going to be the same. Um, but I would like to award RuPaul Charles Pulitzer for the lyrical genius on Mother of the House for this opening lyric. Wake up, sugar baby. It's that lady boss who paved the way for all the hungry children to get paid on television. She did that. She put in the hard work. She did that. She sure. did that. Oh, wait, those were still the lyrics? Those are the lyrics. Those were the, no, 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 I'm kidding. No, the last part was not. Uh, the no, it, it, up until television was her lyrics. But I thought that she did that. She did that. She did that. I was like, it could I'm be. Sorry. Did this hey, bitch move over, give writers. herself a fucking slow clap? Listen, I have been awarded an award for lyric writing. So I, sh- RuPaul, if you want me, I will write a hit song for you. A uh, hit. I'm not going to be as good as Leland. But um, what about Lucian Piani? Who? <laughs> Lucian? No, it is all about Leland right now. Leland is a fucking genius. Why not Lucian? No, no, problem not. <laughs> well, um, did now how much of the album did you really get to listen to, or did you blame it on the like, edit? I chose yeah. to not listen. I'm sorry. I cannot listen to RuPaul's music. I cannot support that. Like all that money is going directly to her pocket. Like. I can't. So if you hear the song Sissy That Walk in the club, you don't like strut the runway. I'm sorry, I don't go to clubs that play that music. How old are you? I'm 21. Going on 75? Fuck off. I'm 29. Yeah, yeah. That's what I thought. Um, I'm go- I have an album score for it. Are you ready to find out what I'm going to give this album? The fucking, is it how many stars or points or how, what's the max it's number It's a letter. It's, it's a letter. A letter. You better give it a fucking F minus. I gave it a C minus. Now I do want to um, call out two people, two friends of the podcast. DJ Two Face hated it. Will not play it. If you go to a, a show that uh, Two Face is DJing, do not expect Mamaru to be playing. Good. Um, another friend of the podcast, Jordan Winters. Uh, he did a couple recaps with me last year. Um, if you go to his Instagram. He has been praising the album every single song and says it is the best RuPaul album yet. Thank you, next. So just putting it out there, listeners are listening. Mama Ru, 
she got you that 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 catwalk moment she got you people are going to listen to the album and then probably hate on it uh, all right you ready for topic number four well since we got past the one i didn't like sure all right current jeopardy champion amy schneider revealed that she was robbed in oakland california on sunday losing her id credit cards and phone she also took to twitter later in the week to reveal that she had gotten sick what with we don't know it was not disclosed schneider is currently on a run with the most consecutive wins by a woman she also happens to be the first transgender woman to place in the tournament of champions i believe after last night she is officially a millionaire yes i watched it how was it i love her i think she's great she's i don't know how anyone's gonna beat her because i mean she just runs away with these fucking games she was at like thirty thousand, and then the next highest person was at twenty five hundred. I'm yeah. like, she's just running away with it. I mean, I really, I think, I think it's fantastic. I just, I'm, I'm obsessed with her, and I'm not like a huge Jeopardy person. Like, I'm not catching it every day. I'm not like obsessed with it. But I've been watching a little more because of Amy. I think she's great. Well, listeners, you know me. I was going to try to uh, turn over a new leaf. No, no. New numbers, same blunders. Uh, Jeopardy is still triggering to me because of a person, but we're not. We're going to move away from that. I'm just mentioning it, but it's there. I I think this is really cool to see how we're talking about this. Schneider's impact on the show and queer culture should be noted as a major milestone in how we are discuss discussing success for transgender people. Yeah, it's very interesting. Because it's it's not the headline. It's not transgender contestant. It's Jeopardy champion Amy Schneider. Well, which is what it should be. I mean, it, I agree. It doesn't. I mean, it's fantastic that she's the first, and that really needs to be made note. But like, her whole identity isn't that she's trans. Her identity is more nuanced than just. How brilliant gender is identified as she's brilliant. She's so smart. She's got so much knowledge on random obscure topics. I mean, she's probably going to outpace um, the, she's probably going to get second or third in terms of most earnings. I think it's hard to beat Ken Jennings, but I mean, with the way she's been running, who knows, she might overtake Ken. And I think that that's really important and impactful. I mean, absolutely. When you read the comments and these people are like, that are anti-trans are just really opposed to this in any way. And I think it's, it's just, it's really showing like where aspects of culture is at with kind of now, learning, understanding, interacting with trans. Now we, we're, we're hoping that it's, you know, the title of the headline is because we're normalizing her, the situation. Is there a chance perhaps that maybe some of these outlets are doing it for her protection? I, I'm going to be honest. I don't want to speak too, too much on that because I'm not a trans experience and I don't have that. I don't, I don't know. I, w- I would like to say maybe, um, but as someone who's not trans, I can't really make too much of an, uh, of a, uh, like, this is what I think answer just because I don't know what it's like to be trans. I don't know what that feeling is like or what that needs, what that experience is. So I don't want to say like, yes, they're doing it to protect her. Yeah. Because that might be the case. It might well, I feel case, like but... what you, you you made a really good point about the comments and, and people being as nasty as they are. But there are definitely those people um, in the internet world of uh, anonymity 
who just see a headline and will react to said headline and storm the comments. So not having the word transgender in a headline is kind of um, maybe helpful a little bit. I don't know, but it's a really cool story to be able to talk about Amy Schneider and her success. Not the cool story to hear that she got robbed. Um, be careful, people. Scary place. How would you do on Jeopardy? I would not do very well. I'm very honest. Like, I think I know a lot of things. Then I watch these Jeopardy episodes and I'm like, I don't know fucking shit. You'd be better <laughs> on like a pop culture trivial pursuit style game. Probably. I don't, I mean, I don't know. I just, Jeopardy, I am. I think I'm smart. Then I watch this and I'm like, nope, I'm actually pretty stupid. Now, obviously here in America, Jeopardy, one of the biggest game shows uh, in the history of television. Why is it so iconic and why does it get the most attention out of any of the other like primetime, late night, daytime game shows that still go on? I don't know because as America, we're very anti-intellectual right now. That's been kind of a large movement that I've been seeing happening in the U.S. So I don't know why Jeopardy is so popular. If I'm being honest, like, I think that um, by, it really shouldn't be popular because just people are really hate, like doctors, there's a lot of hated doctors and lawyers and things like that. But like, I don't know. It's just something about watching people just giving, answering trivia questions like that is really thrilling and and it's not so polarizing because it is very apolitical. They're not doing a lot of political stuff. They're not discussing their beliefs and thoughts. They're just there giving trivia knowledge to entertain. Right. And I think that's what we have because there's this fascination. Like I like being able to watch these people that know these random obscure things. It's really kind of cool to see. Um, and it's fascinating to watch. But I, I'm a little shocked because of how anti-intellectual everyone is i'm thinking it might be popular because it stays so politically neutral who is your dream jeopardy host he's dead okay replacement host i don't i don't know because like i really like lavar burton i really do and i wanted him but he didn't do well but then that could also be because the executive producer that was placing uh, or was doing the training for people to get on may have sandbagged him because he wanted the job before he ended up getting canceled after he got the job. I don't know. I think Ken Jennings is fine. I like Maya Bialik. She's fine though. She's kind of getting canceled right now. So like how fine is she really? Um, She's anti-vaxxer. So like, that's not so cute. I say give Bob Saget a chance. God, no. Why? He'd be funny, he'd be dry, he'd be perfect. But no, I don't know. It feels like it has to be someone who has that like passion and joy for like trivia questions. And Bob Saget does not feel like he has that passion and joy for trivia questions and for the pursuit of learning just for learning. Like, I like Bob Saget. How how about about Bill and I, the science guy? I think Bill would be a great pick. I, I just don't think Bill wants it. Neil deGrasse Tyson. A great, again, a great pick. I don't think he wants it. Andy Cohen. No. <laughs> Full circle. And we're not even finished with the circle. Are you ready for topic number five? Yes. Sesame Street star Elmo is in a feud with Rock. Yes, that's right. An old clip of Elmo losing his mind over Zoe's pet Rock. Rocco has gone viral. 
Rocco's first appearance was in 1999, but the clip that has people going is from 2004 when there are no more of Elmo's favorite cookies left and he is told he cannot have Rocco's. Elmo is fed up to say the least. Elmo has tweeted that he and Zoe are fine, but doesn't want to talk about Rocco and has asked the public, have you ever seen a rock eat a cookie? That has prompted the rock of wrestling and movie fame to prove that he is in fact eating cookies on cheat days and that he will come to Sesame Street to kick ass and eat cookies. Cookie Monster has accepted this cookie challenge. Mikey, are you team Elmo or team Rocco? And team who the fuck cares of share, bitch. Um, wow. I'm share, bitch. What's that? What was that? What did Chad Michael say? It was like, who gives a shit? I'm share. Yeah. Kick and shit gig. Yeah. Um, I'm going to be real. Like, Elmo is the first viral meme of 2022 was not something I saw coming. The clip is from 2004. Correct. And then now Elmo was like on this very like fever dream appearance of Jimmy Fallon. Have you seen the clips from that? It was like not seen it. chaotic. It was listen in 2004, YouTube really wasn't a thing. So this clip never got a chance to go viral. This is their, the, the, the clip's chance. I don't think it would have. I think that it's going viral because of TikTok. Because someone heard it or happened to catch it. Whoever basically like rediscovered the, the clip did a TikTok of it. It blew up and now people are blowing it up. And that's why it's now become this massive thing. I don't think if it weren't for TikTok and for the like, you can use audio and lip sync to different audios. I don't think it would even be remembered. I don't think it would have right. blown up. But I think it's the fact that you can do it and you can make funny memes out of it and things like that because of the way TikTok is. That's the only reason it has any kind of prominence here. Um, I don't even know what the message they were trying to teach that week. Maybe it was that like sharing even with people that you don't think deserve it or I don't know. Like, but Elmo- The message like, is, the message is my audience right now at this hour, 85% Team Elmo, 15% Team Rocco. It's a rock. It can't eat a fucking cookie. So I guess Team Elmo, but I mean- There you go. There it is. I think it's just, I think, you know what I want? No, going real full circle. Next year, let's have Elmo, Andy Cohen, and Anderson Cooper do the New Year's. I'm here for it. I'd watch it. Elmo's just been very like, uh, he's been everywhere like on late night talk shows because of this. I think it's blown up Sesame Street in a weird way, but like we've gotten like Fever Dream Elmo where he's like, isn't it it nice to have something so stupid like this to just ease our mind for just five seconds sure it's helping it's helping us get through it the darkness helping us get through what darkness omarion oh what is your favorite cookie this is a weird question. Um, Why is that a weird question? We're talking about Elmo and, and Rocco and Cookie. I don't know. I don't have a favorite cookie. I mean, I guess the Girl Scouts um, Tagalongs. Okay. Okay. I don't um, really I do the... sweets. You don't do sweets? Not really. Why? I don't know. I just, I don't like super, super sugary things. That's why if I'm drinking like a soda, I'll have like a diet soda. Or if like, I don't really eat a lot of sugary stuff just because I, I don't know it's just not something i need i want or it makes me a little sick even when i drink wine okay. i try and get non-sugary like wines just no dessert wines 
I have dessert wines, but I can only do so much or else I get just nauseous. And I don't know. I'm just not a fan of super sweet. Yeah, that's fair. Um, have you ever had a pet rock? No. Did I you? would like to reveal that I had and still have a rock collection. Wasn't a no pet rocks, but I just collected rocks as a child. And as I was cleaning my house out, um, I found said rock collection. Don't know why they're here. Don't know why I have them, but I have it still. So you're is team, that important? You're team the rock. No, I am team Elmo. Hell no. I want that extra fucking cookie. Give me the cookie. You it's know just what? Gonna sit there. Give me that goddamn cookie. With this revealing information, you're that girl that I knew that you were. Yeah, probably. What are you looking Her. forward to next week? What am I looking forward to next week? Yeah. What what pop culture things do you think will pop up this, next week? I don't know. Who's going to get canceled? It's two weeks. Every week's getting canceled. Um, my friend and I are keeping a uh, cancel count so that at the end of the year, we can have an in memoriam for everyone whose careers mm-hmm. got canceled. Uh, <laughs> so someone's going to get canceled. We're going to hear about the Golden Globes. So I'm curious if what happens with that because they couldn't find a presenter they couldn't find any information about that or they couldn't get anyone to show up it's not even being televised because they got pulled off the air um so i'm curious if they actually are going to have real winners or not uh i think snoop dogg's hosting too so for nobody for an audience of zero and for no streaming it'll probably stream on youtube i'm gonna guess but i don't know i'm just you, this is the thing with entertainment news. You can't really predict what's going to happen because I mean, if you had told me that Betty White was going to die, <laughs> I well, well, next week we'll, we will get to celebrate the life of Betty White. Um, celebrate her would have been 100th birthday. And I got lots of things to say about Betty White and I'm, I'll save it for next week, but I'm, I'm excited to share my love for the woman. Yeah. I mean, you never know what's going to happen. I mean, or a TV show will air an episode and all of a sudden it's blown up and everyone's talking about it or Netflix will or randomly a movie drop comes out. or a mo- like you never know what's going to happen with entertainment news. And if something that people predict is going to be good comes out and just tanks because nobody goes or, or a random L- television episode happens. And now all of a sudden everyone's talking about that one specific episode. Like it's so all over the place. You don't know. So I don't want to predict well, nothing. That's fine. Well, all I can say is if your name is Bruno, we are not going to talk about you. <laughs> Where can we find you on social media and Venmo and any projects you want to talk about? Um, well, I am on Instagram as I can't even f- remember my name. Oh, at Mikey Nichols Pate. You also can catch me on cross border interviews with Chris Brown. Um, I am the entertainment correspondent there. It's where we do a lot of movie reviews. We do something similar to this, what I'm doing with you, Michael, but we talk, it's usually like a three hour episode once a month, last Thursday of the month. Um, I do that every month. And then uh, he does a lot more political stuff with Canada, but he's also, it's a great podcast to keep a listen. And then I think that's all. Well, it was a fun first run. We'll do it again next week. Sound good? Works for me. A huge thanks to Mikey for coming on. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Audible, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, or Stitcher, and leave us a review while you're there. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at theaterthenow.com via our question link. Like, listen, love. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk. <laughs>